Hello and welcome to Conversations with the Universe podcast. It's channeled conversations on deep subjects that enhance our experience of life. I'm your host, Becca Grabinski. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome everybody. I have Chris Harper here on the podcast today and I'm super excited for you guys to experience her again. We recorded last season and Chris is um, one of my very first spiritual mentors. Um, She walked me through a very tough time in my life with like incredible ease. Um, She's also a certified life coach, a spiritual guru. Um, She has just amazing wisdom and insight. So Chris, I'm super excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, love. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So first, so you were talking about, we're going to go here right away. You said that you have been working on some self-healing um, and experiencing yes. with that the last couple of days. Tell me, tell me all about this. We want to know what it is. <laughs> well, I know the people in my world that know that I fell off of the dock at my cabin a couple of months ago are definitely going to want to tune into this story. Um, so... <clears throat> I'm going to preface this story by, by saying that what I'm finding working with my coaching clients is that uh, the world at large seems to be experiencing a lot of opportunities for uh, release. So uh, any past life trauma, any trauma from this life, things are getting dredged up from the darkest corners of our being. And it seems like the universe sometimes uses an event to point it out to you. And I believe that's what's been happening with me. So let's back up to October. Uh, I accidentally stepped off of the dock in the dark. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was expecting the dock to be there and it wasn't because I didn't realize where I was on the dock. So I ended up falling in the water and it was freezing cold um, in northern Minnesota. And, you know, so it was quite a shock to my body. And uh, within, I, I don't know how, exactly how long, but maybe within a week or two, I started experiencing this pain in my right hip. And I have never had hip pain in my entire life. So I, I thought it was maybe just from the fall. You know, I tweaked in a weird way or maybe I bumped into the dock or the boat or I didn't know. So I thought it was just going to go away. Uh, meanwhile, I've been to my awesome chiropractor twice in the last couple of months, and he can't even fix it, which is bizarre because he fixes everything. So it's come to me intuitively that there is some sort of trauma residing in my, you know, cellular memory, and it's hanging out in my hip. And I do believe that that event just sort of triggered me to do something about it. So for the last, I would say 48 hours, I have been using certain essential oils that I've been intuitively guided to, uh, to put on it topically. Uh, I've been diffusing certain things at night that I feel guided to diffuse. Um, I've absolutely yesterday started really intensely calling out for the universe to help me release and heal. Um, But the coolest thing that I've learned from another enlightened soul recently is this uh, technique where you can imagine uh, like a, the color black. So if you've worked with color therapy, you know, certain colors will radiate, certain colors will absorb. Well, black is an absorber color. 
So you can use, and I have been using this color visualization sort of meditation uh, where I'm scrubbing that area of my body, my hip and my right glute, uh, with this black energy ball, so to speak, and sort of watching it collect the energy that has been whatever causing the pain is hanging out there. I've just been envisioning it collecting all of that residual energy and <clears throat> then asking, I've been asking my guides and I personally ask for Jesus. Uh, that's just in my wheelhouse. Um, asking for Jesus to come and take it. You know, a lot of people feel like they need to put their pain somewhere, <laughs> whether it's emotional or physical or spiritual pain, whatever it is. Um, I often find that it's helpful for them to feel like they gave it to someone or something. Uh, so I've been using that modality for myself. And then the second part, once, once I'm, you know, done scrubbing the area with that black absorbent energy, I just declare to the universe, it is healed. It mm -hmm. is healed. Mm -hmm. So for the last 48 hours, I've been just declaring and sometimes even putting my hand on my hip and saying, I'm so grateful it is healed. It is healed. It is healed. So I know you're a fan of the Abraham Hicks um, series, mm -hmm. the channelings. So uh, she focuses on channeling that piece of guidance from Abraham about how long for you to focus on something, you know, brings it into manifestation, you know. Nice. So, of course, I'm an, <laughs> I'm an overachiever. So, you know, I typically will focus on something for more than a minute um, to really solidify it into my field. Um, so that's what I've been doing with the, um, it, it's healed. It is healed. I just keep saying it over and over mm -hmm. and over. And it's probably 80% better than it was two days ago. Now it, it had been stagnant for almost two months. So mm -hmm. I know that, I know that what's happening is me shifting it. Absolutely. <laughs> which is really fun. It's cool. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can heal yourself. Well, and I think it's awesome that you say that because if we look back to the time of Jesus, the way that he healed is that he saw the person whole, right? So like yes. we always see his hands were out. He saw the person whole, right? When I was mm -hmm. doing a Reiki um, session for somebody, I was working through the energy and I was moving around the body. And when I shifted into seeing the body as whole and only just imbuing the body with white light, right? I just visualized mm -hmm. that. It was amazing how fast it shifted and opened in heart, his heart and nothing else worked. And it's like, if we can go there, right? And allow ourselves to feel the wholeness of already being healed, regardless of whether it's emotional trauma, physical trauma, right? Like yeah. anything that's going on with our body, just to see mm -hmm. yourself as whole. And then even Absolutely. a step further of like, when you feel you know, pain is sensation, right? It's just a sensation in the body. We, mm -hmm. we, we, um, what am I trying to say? Label it. Even just yeah. like allowing the pain and surrendering to it versus trying to fight it. Oh, I need, you know, an oil to put on to stop the pain. Or I need a, you know, some people will pop the Advil or the ibuprofen. Like, oh, I have a headache. It's like, what if instead you were just to stop and allow your body, right? To speak to you just like you did, like you communicated with your body, um, and breathe into it and allow it to, to, to speak to you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really, you know, give the universe no other choice. <laughs> I use that phrase a lot when I'm working with clients, you know, about conscious language. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a big deal, you know, so if you want to harness the power of the universe, you just simply state what you want and give the universe no other choice. Mm-hmm. There's a cool yesterday, I was sitting at the the store with Kurt, and there was this guy that was playing pull taps. And I, I don't play pull taps at all. Um, but I thought, find this funny and he was like he put hundreds and hundreds of dollars in right and I was watching him and I kept saying like yep you're gonna hit the 700 like I know it I feel it what if you hit two 700s back to back like I was kind of encouraging him and like letting him see it and he's like nope these are gonna be all losers again he didn't win he went like he was <laughs> behind I mean like over a thousand dollars behind and I was like but I, I, like, it was interesting afterwards when Kurt and I had had the conversation about it, it was like, well, he, he was focusing on what he didn't want. He kept uh, like literally telling the universe, do not let me win. And then he was like, wow, this is weird. I've never seen this happen before. And right. even when we were trying to be like, oh, well just, you know, believe that you're going to, and he, he just kind of shut us down. But it's so true when you are conscious and you are awake, right. And you look around at the world and you see and hear what people are saying and then you see them get the results and then they're surprised. Yes. Yes. It's, it's really so simple. I was talking to someone recently about it and uh, the visual that came to me was for her was uh, you pull up to the drive up window and you place your order. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard that from somewhere, maybe you've used that language. I don't know where that came from, but, but I thought it was a really good analogy. You know, you just pull up to the window and you place your order And obviously, you know, in that scenario, you're not going to expect it not to come. You're going to sit there and wait for it to come out the window. Right. right. (laughs) It's it's exactly the same. Mm -hmm. What are you ordering? Exactly. Yeah. So when you place your order, know that it's going to come out the window. And most importantly, stay there and wait to get it. (laughs) Expect it. You know, right. You don't pull up to one drive through window, place your order. And then when it doesn't come immediately out the door, you, oh, well, I'm just going to drive across the street to there and place my order over there. Okay. Well, meanwhile, your order shows up somewhere else and they're wondering where you went. Right. Right. They can't find you. That's a good analogy. So I've been talking to a lot of people and a lot of the world which I'm sure you're noticing is shifting from like a very masculine energy to more of a feminine energy everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the question that I've been getting a lot that I'm really interested here, what you say is that there's people right. That are in, um, I think both you and I are very, we have very masculine energy. We're very go-getters. We're very, I mean, I guess maybe you want to say dominant energy. Mm -hmm. And feminine energy is a much more relaxed and flow. And although we have that, I find a lot of people are questioning, like, how, how do we shift with, as the world is shifting into this, into this different, you know, obviously we're going into a new decade and everything is shifting. Have you noticed anything with that with your clients or anything that comes to you as far as dealing yes. with? Uh, yes. Um, I find that it's manifesting as resentment. Right. Lots and lots and lots of women, especially and the, the, the guys are not being affected on the same level. Uh, women are dredging up resentment. You know, they've just been 
whether they've been silencing themselves, which I see quite a lot, or they've felt oppressed, you know, by the world or their partner or their father or whoever that male figure was, uh, I find that the resentment is what's coming up. And ironically, it's coming up, which is great because you can address it when it comes to your consciousness. But by sitting in it and focusing on it, it never goes anywhere. It just stews, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I went through the Landmark Forum, I, this is the best way that I've ever heard it put. You know, resentment is you swallowing the pill and hoping that they die. Well, th how's that working out for you? You know, resentment right. only hurts you. So, yes, I find that women especially are in that weird place um, with that. Now, the men, the men are transitioning out of being expected to be that patriarch, you know, strong warrior, don't cry a tear energy. And that's what's getting them in a funk, you know, mm -hmm. because they not only are they told not to be that way, and especially this Me Too movement just really, you know, vilified every man, in my opinion, um, you know, and some people would, would disagree with me, but that's okay. Uh, you know, there are legitimate victims, <clears throat> and my heart and blessings go out to all of those people who have experienced anything like that. Uh, but, you know, being a man isn't bad we we like that we we want that we need that we need that balance mm -hmm. but you know on the opposite end uh we're seeing a lot of guys that have you know we're labeling them soft or lazy or you know all these other labels so i find that they're finding sort of this amorphous middle ground that they don't even know how to exist in mm -hmm. uh you know, so so I find that both men and women are in a funk for totally different reasons. Um, and the way out, see, I, this is what I like to provide people. You know, we can look at the, the issues that are clogging our, you know, log jams. No problem. But you want the way out. <laughs> so the way out is we're all one, folks. I'm you. You're me. You know, there's no separation. There's no difference. Um there's no divide. And when you settle into that truth, everything just sorts itself. It's so much simpler that way. Right. Well, and it's like your job is to be your authentic self, not to look around to see what other people should or shouldn't be doing or acting or not. I mean, like, you're right. I mean, this oneness is like not seeing the differences, right? It's embracing. Exactly. Because whatever you see in somebody else is usually something that needs to be healed in you. Oh, the massive projection going on right now. And it is really powerful right now. Mm. All the projection. And, you know, again, I, I sometimes have seen, uh, am seen as somewhat controversial, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> I'm used to it. Uh, you know, the people that are screaming the loudest about racism you know, if you really want to back out of that and look at that, well, who is the one that's focused on some sort of division between you, me, and the fence post? Right. It's not me that's focused on that. Yeah. So like you said, you know, the, the people that are focused on a problem are actually perpetuating a problem that exactly. really shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Energy goes wherever you focus. 
That's exactly right. You know, mm-hmm. so the more you tune out of that vibration, uh, the faster we escape it. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually funny you say that because I just think of like, like the kids and how, you know, when they see people that are different than them and obviously they're in a, um, you know, language school. So they're seeing a lot of different countries. They're learning about it. They don't notice a difference. I love that. They don't see I love that. anybody different. Like we can kind of go anywhere, you know, we'll go into the cities, right? Where there's a lot of diversity. They don't notice any of it. Yeah. Well, and part of that is they've grown up in a household where you haven't focused on that. You know, these behaviors are learned, uh, you know, so we have to look at ourselves just as much as society. You know, are you deprogramming that message out of your own family unit? You know, are you being an example for your your family unit and the world at large? You know, or are you perpetuating the the issue? (laughs) For sure. Yeah. That's really cool. All right. So next question I have for you is energy. So a lot of people are saying that they're becoming very sensitive and Mm -hmm. empathic, right? They're labeling it there. What is your thoughts on people that are now, they go into a crowd of people and they can't handle it. They, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they no longer can have the social life that they used to. They want to just kind of be inward and kind of hunker down in their home, spending more time by themselves. They feel overwhelmed, maybe even just in their family, um, in their, in their, you know, in their house with just with their family. Like there's this, like, I'm finding a ton of people that are like, they just don't know how to function almost anymore (laughs) in the world. And they're just like, I don't know what's happening to me. Like I feel, you know, like the, the headaches and the body overwhelm and like body pain and lots of things Mm -hmm. happening. Have you encountered any of this? Absolutely. My hip has been telling me all about it. Yes, I have. (laughs) I absolutely have. So while you were uh, asking that question and describing that scenario, uh, my guides sort of chimed in with a visual. Um, So say you're say we're all in a in a swimming pool, um, you know, that's been a certain temperature for however long, Um, you know, and then someone is out there adjusting the temperature, you know, turning up the heat, so to speak, or turning down the heat. Uh, You know, everyone in the pool is going to feel that. And it's Mm. the same with energy. Okay. So there, I I just listened to a podcast earlier today where they were asserting that over 50% of the world's population now is what we call awake. You know, their, their consciousness is at a level where they do understand the concept of oneness and they do understand that love and light is really all there is. And, you know, they're connected to their divine source energy. So uh, it's called critical mass. So once that 50% mark is reached, which we have now surpassed, and I do believe that because I see it everywhere. Thank God, (laughs) literally. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, it is incredible and, it, and it's a blessing and, it, and it's uh, something that I have been personally praying over pretty much since I arrived on the planet 50 years ago. So You're I find that, that I am 50 like years old. 35 <laughs> years old. <Come> on. <laughs> uh, in my heart, I'm probably 22. <laughs> so, but it's, you know, that, that critical mass, we have reached that place so those of us that shine unapologetically, which is my 
tagline, I shine unapologetically and more and more people are doing that. And it's turning up the, the heat in the pool, so to speak. So other people are sort of being poked awake. You know, it's like their alarm clock is going off when they've been sleeping Rip Van Winkle style. So, you know, their eyes are trying to adjust to the light. Uh, and that was a great uh, analogy there that came straight from my guidance channel. How perfect is that? Adjusting your eyes to the light. You know, if you've had your eyes closed in a dark room, it takes a while for you to see what you're seeing now, you know, because everything's shifted. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the aspect of the waking up is what's triggering all of this, you know, issue pool, so to speak. And we have to remember that Earth is a living being. And when enough people start turning up the heat or down the, down the heat in the pool, you know, by proximity of you being in the pool with the rest of us, you're going to sense the shift. You're going to notice that something has happened. And uh, you asked if I had noticed that people are feeling that uh, physicality strain on themselves. And I absolutely do. Uh, as I described, I've been experiencing that same thing. Now, thankfully, I know what's happening. Uh, I'm not sure how people are dealing with it when it's coming up in their field, you know, their physicality field that why am I having this pain? You know, a lot of people don't think about the emotional aspect of things. They just think that there's some disease or there's something wrong with them. And, you know, technically they are right because dis-ease <laughs> is what they're feeling, uh, mm -hmm. because because they're not in a state of ease and it's like waking up you know in a after you've been rip van winkle for however long you know just sleeping and suddenly your alarm clock goes off at some ungodly hour and your eyes are forced open into this bright light uh, that you're not used to seeing in um, you know it's going to take some period for your body to adjust to that. Is there anything specific that you can do? Like any suggestions as far as like for the readers, like obviously self-care, I guess even more, like, is there a way that you can kind of protect yourself from the overwhelm of the energy or is it relaxing into it instead of fighting it almost like you would physical pain? Yeah, definitely. The relaxing into it is a really good way to do it. Um, I just posted something about this on my Facebook page the other day because it came up to my mind and I think it was a reshare actually, which is ironic, but it's, you know, any struggle in your life, if you're struggling in any area of your life, it's not meant to be that way. You're, you're fighting against what is with a capital I. Okay. You're trying to make mm. it something that it's not now. Uh, when we're in a when we're in a high resonant frequency as a you know humanity as a race on the planet, uh, we are with Mother Nature, and you know she's a living being as well. So we're all connected, and as that temperature in the pool rises up, you know you're going to be uh, feeling certain things that used to be your normal don't feel right anymore. Uh, you need to honor that in order to not go through that struggle, you know, relationships or jobs or, you know, ways of being, you know, maybe you used to sleep a lot, or maybe you didn't sleep enough. Or, you know, maybe your body like me, I cannot drink enough water, I am, I need so much moisture. 
Um, <clears throat> I've heard of a lot of people dealing with eyesight issues. Um, and that's ironic mm. as well. <laughs> you know, your, your <laughs> third eye is kind of peeking open and your other two are trying to adjust. It's like, you know, going to the doctor and getting bifocals. It takes a while for your brain to adjust the new signal that your eyes are perceiving. And that's exactly what's happening now. You know, the veils are lifting. So um, I would say allow is probably the, the buzzword for 2020. Um, <clears throat> allow yourself to be and do what you feel like you need to be and be doing. Um, I also find a lot of relief in sitting in an Epsom salt bath. You know, you can really draw out anything negative that's manifesting physically. Uh, so, you know, adding some uh, essential oils, a few drops of something like grounding or uh, the release oil from Young Living. There's many different options. If you're coming up with trauma, I really like the Sarah uh, blend from Young Living. So uh, mm -hmm. I also find that putting, uh, if you're not into the Epsom salt thing, that's fine. Um, maybe put in some quartz in the tub with you um, and sort of program it, give it a job. You know, you're here to help absorb whatever I release and then just go through some sort of a, you know, consciousness release in your mind, visualize anything that's not resonant or discomfort, you know, leaving you into the water and then the crystals will absorb. Uh, of course, then you need to cleanse your crystals. So, <laughs> uh, and there's right. a multitude of ways to do that. Um, I just had mine out in the full moon because I felt really compelled the last full moon that we had. And I left them out for two days. And when I went to pick them up from outside, I picked up the box that they were in and I, my whole body was just like buzzing. They absorbed so much mm -hmm. amazing energy. Um, so yeah, I find that allowance and release are probably the two things that, that uh, people were, are going to want to know. Right. And I think we find like in this life, right. That, Oh, this is kind of just the way that the life is going to go and all of a sudden things shift and change. And now, like it, it's almost like for a lot of people, many people, that things are shifting and changing in all different areas and they don't see things, right? It's like you almost like look outside your house and you're like, what does everything look so different? Yes. That, and that does happen. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like this curiosity and wonder of a child of like, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it's almost like I was thinking today as I was driving all around Minnesota today because that's, you know, the things I do. <laughs> and I had this thought that I was like, well, of course, like if we were to delete the last hour and before, we would be able to sit in this moment of complete wonder and awe, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because we can't compare it to, oh, well, they were like this yesterday, or it happened like this way, or traffic was like this yesterday, or the kids acted like this yesterday, or my vehicle drove like this, you know what I mean? It's the small little things, right? If we don't have anything to compare it to, if we don't have a past to like, oh, but it was this, it's almost like we ruined the moment. And if we can just sit in this like awe and wonder all the time, think of how incredible life really can oh, be. Oh, beyond. That presence. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that is something that comes up in my coaching sessions a lot. You know, people are almost always inevitably either in the past or in the future. They're so often mm -hmm. not 
not in the right now, even when they're sitting with me, you know, and I guess that makes sense because we're, you know, we're trying to navigate typically through some sort of a, you know, hiccup in their life. Um, so they're looking at a, pa- a series of past events or they're thinking about where they want to go in the future. So that does make sense. Uh, but, you know, I do agree with you and I always encourage people, you know, there is no other moment that exists beyond right now <laughs> and right now <laughs> and right now, you know, they're happening uh, and ironically, you know, if you really want to stretch your brain, you realize that everything's happening all at the same time. You know, time is man-made. So if you're too focused on the time or how time goes or what time it is, or, you know, you're, you're also too narrowly focused. Mm-hmm. That's so true. The other day I was on the phone with Brianna and she was talking to her daughter, Lola, right? And she's in preschool and she's like, Lola, you got to hurry up. She's going to be late. And I was like, Hey, Lola, tell your mom time isn't real and you can bend it however you want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking to a friend like about that. Conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and my friend was asking, you know, Oh, you, how do you bend time? So, you know, I'll share, I'll share my tip with your listeners. It's, um, it's pretty simple. I just state my intent you know, again, pulling up to the drive up window, placing my order. So I say to the universe, I will arrive at whatever destination at whatever time. And I have Mm -hmm. tested and tested and tested this. It is absolutely fascinating how often I arrive at that exact time. So it's incredible. It is incredible. Yeah, I actually did it today. Kurt was like, Hey, can you drive south of whatever and grab this and drop this off? And I was like, Oh, do you think I can do it before the kids get home? He's like, yeah, you got this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just kind of flowed. And I was just like, okay, you know, you follow your intuition. Okay. I need to hurry up here and move here and whatever. And then I, I pulled in and got Bella out of the car and I look and the kids are getting off the bus. Oh, like it was like, perfect. you know, I was so right. And it's just so funny how it's like, I mean, I guess I don't question it anymore, really. But it's like when you actually see it happening, you're like, wow, that was awesome. It is. I mean, even as, you know, magical as my whole life has been, you know, there isn't a whole lot that really freaks me out anymore these days because I'm just so used to it. But that is one thing that still absolutely fascinates me. The, the, you know, the massive uh, potential and ability that, that we have as spiritual beings having this human experience. We just, we underestimate ourselves. Absolutely. So you work with a lot of people on intuition yeah, and teaching them how to trust themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So we have lots of listeners that they want to be better at listening to their intuition. Do you have any like advanced tips or techniques as far as like how, I mean, I guess like that's what you, you know, that was one of the very, very, you know, foundational things that you had taught me. And now I don't even like think that I'm using it. Like that's just who I am. <laughs> yes. But how about the people that are like, you know, there's all this ego, right? And the mind is kind of getting in the way of, of feeling and listening. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, is there anything that you can, I mean, yeah, the answer is yes. What can you give the <laughs> listeners that will help them? you know, develop that and to lean into that more and really allow more amazing things into their life by utilizing that incredible superpower? Well, I will give you one key thing that has to exist before anything, and that is your belief. So 
Uh, That's beautiful. You have to believe that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You have to believe that your guides are around you all the time, 24 seven. You have to believe in your ability to hear them in some fashion. Now, I, I find that a lot of people that come in and talk to me, uh, I have sessions with them sitting across a table and they profess to me that they don't hear their guides. They don't, they don't hear their guides. They feel like they're lost. And so, th- so I'll tell tell them, well, okay, let's just drill down into this. Um, you know, describe to me some of your life. How's it going for you? And, you know, well, I feel like this and, you know, I feel like that. And I say, okay, stop right there. You're telling me that you feel, okay, so this is a way that your guides are communicating with you. What? Mm. You know, people just, people have a preconceived notion as to what it's like, what it looks like in air quotes for your guides to speak to you. Okay. Uh, They could be showing you the same information in multiple places. You know, oh, I just saw that book. Oh, I, my friend just mentioned that book. It could be synchronicity. (laughs) It could be you feeling, I have a feeling. Well, that's your clairsentience. That's your, your gut, you know, that's your GPS system that you were born with. Um, You know, maybe you're seeing numbers. People, people underestimate how their guidance works. Maybe you see, uh, you know, you're thinking about an issue and then you get like a movie clip or something run through your head and you're thinking that that's random. It's typically not random. Go look at the movie. What is the movie about? You know, what was the specific scene that you pictured? That's, you know, that's your clairvoyance coming into play. Um, I would say that a huge thing that we are up against in the world that jams people's sp- uh, spiritual signal is all the chemicals all the chemicals, the fluoride in the water and the, the heavy metals in the vaccines, you know, they're, they are working really hard to jam your signal because they know how powerful you are. So eliminate the fluoride, uh, eliminate the chemicals. Um, you know, you need to be vigilant uh, about what you put on your body and what you're breathing. Um, I find that, that that makes a really big difference. Uh, for opening people's pure, authentic, spiritual self. You know, you're not numbed down. It's like, you know, everything they're putting into what we put on in and around our bodies is like anesthesia. That's literally what they're, we're like anesthetized. Um, You know, so picture uh, now my guides are showing me what you look like when you leave the dentist and you've had Novocaine. You know, you know, your cheek is still there. You can see it in the mirror, but you know, you've probably chewed on it for the last 20 minutes and you didn't even realize it, you know? (laughs) So it's the same thing. It's the same thing with your guides. You know, I promise every single person who ever hears the sound of my voice, you are guided (laughs) every second. Believe it, believe it. And ask, ask, you know, literally ask, ask your guides to show you how they communicate with you. And then keep your eyes peeled for the answer. Right. I remember when we had talked about it and I was like, gosh, they're not very loud. And you're like, ask them to turn yes. it up. And so I did. And then every time I didn't listen, I started to get left ear pain. I was like, <laughs> yes. well, it's working. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You are like a gigantic radio antenna. So, you know, if you're getting interference with your antenna, you know, turn down the 
you know, frequency over there, you know, or ask for the volume to turn up over here. Yeah, you you are the captain of your soul. (laughs) When I think everybody knows, like, you know, when you eat healthier, when you get more exercise, when you use less chemicals, like there's always there's always a next level to your health. There's always you can always step to the next level. Yeah. And you physically know that you feel better when you do it. I mean, there's your sign. So it's not like, oh, well, doing these things may or may you feel it. Absolutely. Feel it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely true. I mean, I can't, I can't touch alcohol anymore. Like if I have a sip of it, I get a headache. Well, it's anesthesia. Um, (laughs) It's it's actually poison. Don't put it by my body. Yeah. Yes. Do not put it by my body. You know, my youngest son had the most incredible way of describing alcohol. Since you brought that up, he said, you know what, mom? And he's 20 now. So he told me this like a year or two ago. He said, you know, what alcohol really does, it affects your body in such a way that it thinks it's dying. So your body, you you get that floaty buzz happy feeling because your body thinks you're dying and it's trying to keep you calm. <laughs> Isn't that mm. incredible? I was like, wow, yeah. that is a really cool perspective. So right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, even like like I'm obviously learning a lot more about my body depending on what I eat, but like green vegetables like I can't get enough of that and I started making these protein balls oh which are heaven anyway yeah um and like even just like going back to drinking I mean you know I used to drink the green juice all the time yep for different reasons right but now I'm drinking it because I just feel vibrant Mm. and clear and my memory's on point and it's just like you know (laughs) when you're up leveling your health absolutely yes well you're Mm -hmm. aligning with the frequency too you know eating live Mm -hmm. foods you're aligning Mm -hmm. with the frequency of your food now here's another Mm -hmm. cool tip that someone brought to me along the way um a naturopathic doctor that i know she blesses her food did you Mm -hmm. realize that you can bless your food and raise its vibration i love that so you know Mm -hmm. we are sometimes you know well, we're not forced, that's a strong word, but it's sometimes more convenient for us to just grab something along our path that maybe isn't the healthiest food. So, you know, bless it, put your hands over it and send it energy and ask it to nourish your body as if it were the healthiest level food, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was interesting you say that when I was in France, you know, my sister has a cafe there. Mm-hmm. And you know, I told her like the people that are coming in, you can feel their energy and you could feel the energy in the food. It's like you take a bite and you're like, this is like nothing else I've ever experienced before. And she goes, and I said, like, give me the recipe. And she's like, Beck, it's not going to be the same. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I put love in my food. Everything I make, I put love in. And I was like, Allison, I've never been anywhere else that this has happened. Like my, I mean, like I went home and my body was just like, Oh, amazing. I was like, I'm never going home at this rate. I'm just going to eat at the cafe every day. <laughs> That's perfect. Obviously, you know, kids in Minnesota doesn't really work. But, <laughs> but experiencing that. And then when I was at a retreat, I don't know, a couple of years ago, um, like if I eat like starches or, you know, there's certain foods that potatoes, heavier foods that my body gains weight faster. Mm-hmm. And I went through an entire weekend and I had just ate all these amazing food. And there were these people that were volunteers that were staying at this retreat center that were cooking the food and they would bless it and they would infuse their energy into it, whatever. And I, I knew that, but I, at this point I didn't, you know, know a ton about it. 
And I got home and I was like, I can't believe like I, I released weight. I feel amazing. And it was the same thing. It's like the energy that you can put into food. You're right. Regardless of what it is. Mm -hmm. Makes a difference. It does. It does. And that's another thing that I run into a lot. People talk about their weight in conjunction with food, uh, of course, because it's a logical connection. But uh, Mm -hmm. I want to remind people that your body, if, if your energetic spiritual body is feeling some resistance or difficulty with you being here on the planet, your, your body will trigger you to eat foods that ground you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those, those heavy foods, the foods that make you feel heavier, you are literally grounding yourself. So if you don't want to gain weight from your foods, use your intent, uh, use some essential oils. Young Living has an amazing blend called grounding. You can put it on the bottom of your feet. You know, if it's summertime, walk in the grass, get in the water, you know, not chlorinated water, but you know, pure water as much as you can drink pure water. We're 70% water, you know, ground, ground in other ways. And then that food reaction won't, you know, your body won't use that as a mechanism to keep you here. (laughs) Right. It's, it's neat. It's neat how things work. Mm -hmm. Well, and just noticing like when you're in your body and when you're not, it was like the other day, (laughs) Bria like tripped and she walked right into the corner. I was like, are you in your body? She's like, oh, not really. Yeah. Well, that's a great (laughs) thing that you're pointing out for your kids because people don't, people don't realize that that is a possibility. You know, all they know is that their 3D projection is walking around or driving a car or whatever. But yeah, you're, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're only a portion here to start with, even if, even if your body, your physical being is holding as much of your soul as it can, it's still not the entirety of you. Your soul is no. much too large to be in your physical vehicle. So yeah, right. you, you will often uh, not be in your body. That's absolutely true. Right. <laughs> when it was funny. And then the next day we were sitting in the uh, kitchen and she like was like, mom, mom, mom. And she's like, mom. And I'm like, what? She's like, can you get back in your body so you can hear me? <laughs> Good point. Come on back, mom. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I can. <laughs> yep. You sure can. Yes. But it's just awareness. You know, it's like, nobody's like we're not going to get it perfect. And I think that, that there's no such thing as perfect. It just is what it is. We're all on our own path, but it's the awareness. Like, even if you're like, Oh, today I ate a ton of X, Y, Z because I wasn't in my body. Mm -hmm. Like you have the awareness that you did it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a beat yourself up. Like, why did you do that? It's like, Hey, oops, right? no big deal. Yeah. We get ungrounded all the time, you know? And especially like in the winter time now, like it's so important to get outside. Yeah. Even if it's, Tell Becca that even if it's cold, go outside. Well, you know, another thing that, you know, connecting to your spirituality, and since we're talking about grounding, uh, I find that, you know, our society has a specific issue with this. Well, any Western society, really, because what is the one thing we all have in common? We are insulated from the earth by rubber almost every moment. Mm. Hey, you're wearing shoes, you're driving in a car. Mm you know, you're sitting at a desk and your feet aren't touching the floor sometimes. Maybe they're up on your chair. We are not grounded as a society just because we're insulated from that energy. So um, take take off your shoes 
you know, and socks are fine. You don't have to be completely barefoot. It'll, it'll come through the fabric because the fabric is plant. Um, mm-hmm. But take off the rubber soled shoes for sure, as much as you possibly can. Right. Yep. Whenever yeah, I do things I... for people at the Oropalooza once a month, I always, some people used to look at me funny, but as soon as I sit down and I'm ready for the day, I take my shoes off and sit there with my feet on the floor. Uh, because, you know, a lot of times when I'm working, I'm channeling big energy and I have to jump from person to person because I see multiple people back to back. And, you know, I find that it sort of sucks me up into my uh, divinity. You know, I, I have to keep my physicality here. Uh, and what was happening to me was that at the end of the day, I was absolutely drained of energy. I would get a headache. I would be starving like I could not eat enough food. So, you know, my body was sending me a massive signal. Like that. Yeah. Lady, you're way up in the spiritual world and we need you back down here. Right. Yeah. We came here to be in our bodies. Yes. Yes. Well, we came here to be in our body. Right. You can't. Yeah. As a light body, you can't uh, affect three dimensional reality. So, you know, w- we are needed to be in our bodies. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, my last question for you is we are going into a brand new decade yes. in 2020. Yes. Um, very soon here, or for some of you guys listening, maybe we're already there. What tips and tools do you have for them going forward into shifting into this new decade with all the changes and all of the um, increased energy, I guess, that we're experiencing? Mm, that's a big question. I haven't done my forecast yet for the year. I do typically do that for myself at the beginning of the year. Um, but we did touch on something that's really important. Uh, so I'll circle back to that for sure. You, I want you to have the attitude in your mind your, uh, of allowance, which means respect for what you need. Uh, what, what do you need? And furthermore, what do you want? Uh, I find that we are living in the shoulds and the shouldn'ts way too much. Mm -hmm. So 2020 Mm -hmm. is a massive shifting of consciousness. Uh, And I do believe that if you align yourself with the, this is who I am, this is what I want, rather than this is who society says I should be, and I really shouldn't do those things. You know, get out of the should, shouldn'ts. Honor the, the needs and wants, and this is who I am. Uh, use your affirmations, your I am statements. You know, figure out what is it that you really are. You know, in the, in the quiet of your closet when no one is judging you, <laughs> what are, who are you? Uh, maybe you're still cloaked about all of your magical gifts. You know, there's still people waking up to that and, feeling like it's scary to have their gifts because uh, a lot of us suffered for being magical in past lifetimes. So that's going to be coming mm. up. Um, you know, I am X, you know, whatever you say after those two words, the universe just, that's true. You know, the universe doesn't uh, have that level of uh, decode, you know, like as humans, when we converse with one another, we're always making everything mean something. Oh, well, they said it this way. So that meant that. And, you know, the universe isn't like that. It just takes everything very literally, just like the drive up window. So uh, I encourage you to get in alignment with the energy of 2020 to make a list of I am statements. 
and put something positive behind the I am, you know, mm-hmm. like I am amazing. Start yes. You are amazing. Yes. I am amazing. I am limitless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I mm-hmm. am free, you know, whatever, whatever comes to mind. Uh, and don't judge what comes to mind. Stop the judgment. 2020 is the year of leaving the judgment behind uh, because I do mm-hmm. believe that we are in a period of biblical judgment. So anyone who is, uh, you know, biblically scholared, uh, you might be seeing that, that same significance as well. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, there's nothing scary about that. Uh, religion has programmed us to feel like that that time is a scary time and that things are, you know, going to blow up or fall apart or whatever they're trying to mm-hmm. put in our mind. It's not, it's not that. It's not that. It is a shift in consciousness. Uh, so, you know, the, the more you allow yourself to be completely authentic, the less the struggles will be the more we, all of us in the consciousness pool, that uh, critical mass, that 50% and over, uh, the more we align and, and just look at each other as one, you know, because if you strip away uh, race, religion, creed, you know, sexual preference, all of that, if you just, everyone's in a clean slate, what really is different between people? You know, there's not much. <laughs> we all no. get up, we, we try to be healthy. We love our families. We, you know, we do our thing. We all want to do the same things where we all want the best for our loved one. You know, there's just so much more similar than there is different. So Absolutely. focusing on that aspect is going to help you in 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. And well, don't you think too, like just being okay with changing your mind. Oh. Like if today this is what you want and tomorrow you want something else. Like yes. that's been my biggest lesson is like, so what? Do that. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Yes. We have been we have largely been programmed uh by whatever influences were around us when we were children. So a lot of the choices that we make and the things that we think we believe in were actually programmed into us before we even realized that we were autonomous beings you know, and could think for ourselves. So yeah, go ahead and sort of inventory your belief systems. You know, well, what do I believe? Well, what do I align with? What does feel right to me? You know, um, you know, maybe you've been, let's go to politics, just real brief. Maybe you've been partying with one of the parties, you know, well, uh, maybe just get more to an independent thinker state of mind. Okay. Because the, the whole, this party, that party, whatever party is, is division. Okay. It's division. So yeah. Inventory your belief systems and feel free to change your mind. Uh, And Mm -hmm. if, and if the change in your mind, maybe you perceive that other people are going to judge you for it. Well, they don't need to know. (laughs) You don't have to share everything with everyone. I know we're in the Facebook world, but you know, a little less sharing wouldn't hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, Ashley, I'm going through this year for the first time. I'm not celebrating holidays. Oh, like, I'm not yep. interested in Christmas. I'm not interested in the get together. I don't really want to put a tree up. I don't know why. Yeah. It just doesn't feel aligned. It doesn't feel good to me. And I've really been honoring my willing to feel good. And when I tell people that, Perfect. you know, just like you said, like, don't care if people judge you. People are like, 
it's almost like they've never thought that they couldn't do it. Right. Exactly. You know, and how many people are stressed out and like crazy crabby in January? Like I'm going to be on a beach. Yes. Like, peace out, you know? Peace no, out. Like, indeed. Yeah. Totally I agree. Like I told my mom and I said, Hey, I'm totally cool. Middle of summer on the lake, grilling out family time. Yes. Like, yes. This can't do it. I can't do it. Right. And so I thought she was going to take it harder than she, and she, she was like, Hey, I mean, she obviously wants me to participate in the things that she wants to do, but she's also uh, not oddly enough, but kind of oddly enough, super respectful of it. And, um, you know, it's, it's that people, the people that truly love you are going to respect you for whatever choices you decide to make and whatever things you decide to do or not do or, or change your mind or change the way that you see the world. Yeah. The people that are meant to be in your life will be there and the people that aren't will fade away. That's exactly right. And, you know, here's an aspect that a lot of people don't look at. Uh, so I'm going to help illuminate that. Uh, people look at the, the friction that's caused. You know, so in the example that you just gave, um, telling your mom, hey, I'm just not into the Christmas thing. Let's get together Fourth of July and we're going to rock out. That's awesome. Okay. Now, uh, maybe is it possible? Is there any shred of possibility that maybe mom has been stressed out with that whole routine for X amount of years? I'm not saying she is, but, you know, sometimes the other person finds that you're standing up and freeing yourself from that pattern prison is just the inspiring light that they need to feel empowered to shift something for themselves. You know, mm -hmm. wow, you know, you're right. That is really stressful. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why can't we just shift it to a different day? That makes total sense. You know, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's a day. It's a day. You know, if you, if you want to celebrate Christmas uh, from the from the biblical religious standpoint, you know, celebrate Jesus's birth. Well, that really doesn't have to involve anything but you having a beautiful conversation with Jesus, you know, in, mm -hmm. in your mind. You don't even have to go to a church. You know, I'm in church 24 seven every single day, no matter where mm -hmm. I am. So, you know, it's a it's a mindset. So I guess 2020 really is all about the shift in your mindset, because we're, we're moving away from uh, division and our self into our one, our collective. Mm -hmm. That's really what's what we're on the precipice of right now. Mm -hmm. It's like an exhale. Yes, it's fantastic. And it's long mm -hmm. awaited <laughs> for many of us. It's really right. long right. awaited. Yeah, mm -hmm. lose the judgment, lose the judgment. Because everyone, mm -hmm. well, starts with. Go ahead. Yeah, everyone sees their life through their own personal filter. You know, you've got your own personalized mm -hmm. perspective. So, you know, two people can look at the same thing and see something completely different. And you can apply that right. to any topic. I don't care what it is, any topic. Uh, so, you know, understanding that is very critical. Understanding mm -hmm. that that person isn't standing in your place of perspective. So if they don't see what you see, that doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it different. So powerful. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it's freeing, isn't it? Oh my gosh, it is. I mean, like when I stopped judging myself, I stopped judging other people. And granted, it was funny. I was reading Gabby Bernstein's 
book on the judgment detox when it first came out in the first paragraph, she says, I judge all the time. And I was like, why am I reading this book? Right. Like I was almost like, but it's like, we put these people like as experts, right? Like, Oh, if she's talking about it, no, like we're all in it. It doesn't matter if you write a book about it or not. Like we're all, you know, hashtag human, right? Hashtag human. So like notice, notice the judgment, but yet move past it, you know, like, Oh, I see that. And the more you are aware of it that like, Oh, I'm judging myself or I'm judging other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it less, the more that you're aware of it, that you're actually doing it. I mean, I actually noticed myself lately judging my kids, like, well, why aren't you whatever? And then I had this awesome <laughs> moment today and I was like, Becca, you keep telling the story of X, Y, Z and, and you're perpetuating X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like we all do it and, and we're going to continue to do it. It's having the awareness of being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't tell that story anymore. Exactly. It's not serving me. Exactly. Yes. Just yeah, shift it okay. in that one second. It can shift. Yes. Yeah. And it's okay. You know, remembering that you wouldn't want your parents doing that to you. So why are you doing that mm-hmm. to your children? Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, it is that level of awareness, just staying present, you know, stay present right now right now, (laughs) right now, you know, stay present to Mm -hmm. yourself. And when you are present to yourself, the patterns make themselves incredibly clear, you know, and then it's Mm -hmm. your, your choice, whether you shift the pattern or not, um, you know, but at least that way you can sort of uh, see the forest for the trees. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, thanks, Chris. This has been amazing. Oh, so so the listeners, they want to know how to get a hold of you. What is the best way to reach you, learn more about you, work with you, all the things? Uh, yeah, all the things. Well, you know, there's one great gateway to all those things, and that is my website. So um, people can find me at Heartful. So it's your heart full, F-U-L-L, all one word, Heartful Transformations, uh, because I want your heart to be full. That is the key, dot uh, com. So if you go to my website, you can uh, see what I look like. You can uh, read a little bit of uh, the testimonials that are posted there. Um, There's another podcast there that I did recently that you can listen to. Um, You can look at the, you know, how to get a hold of me. You can find my uh, email address there. Uh, Typically, if someone wants to work with me, they can just go to my website, uh, send me an email, and then I will typically uh, respond there and we can set up a time to uh, have a phone chat, you know, I can uh, do like a 15 minute consult with someone, you know, if they want to sort of dip their toe in and decide if I'm the person that they want to work with, you know, so that is mm-hmm. by far the best way to reach me. I'm also on Facebook, uh, as Chris Harper or also at heartful transformations on Facebook. So awesome! that's Thank where you. I that's hang out. Amazing. Yeah. It's so much awesome. fun. Thank you for having me back. Thank you for joining us today in deep conversation and transformation. Be sure to subscribe and share. For more incredible support, go to my website at www.beccagrabinski.com. You can also follow me on Facebook and on Instagram.